0: live in your gut. Your gut is the whole thing from your mouth to your bum hole. Not just your stomach. (laughs) Not just your stomach. Everything in between. There's like, like, like so much goes on and your gut is like mostly made up of your larger intestines. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming back to your ear holes, your hosts for the Basically Being Better podcast, Rachel and Abby.
1: Hey everyone and welcome back to Basically Being Better. I'm Rachel. And I'm Abby. And today we're going to be talking about gut health. Oh
0: yeah, which is a fun topic. Yeah.
1: So important. <laughs> so important. But do you have a recent Rico for us? I sh- oh we're starting with recent Ricos. Yeah. Oh
0: okay, alright, yep, I have one. Cool. <laughs> You're gonna be like, okay, I think that's not really one, but okay. I wanna hear it. Um uh, my
1: recent Rico is exercise. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Hold the phone. <laughs> Okay,
0: context? Um well, cuz I've started training for a half marathon and um I haven't done any like running training since before I stopped the pill, which was April 2019, so a year and a half ago and um I've suddenly just started doing, like, I'm two weeks in, and, like, I feel grand. Nice.
1: I'm like, I'm like, why did I
0: stop? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, this is what you've been missing and you didn't yes, know it?
0: it was, like, it was, like, the puzzle piece that I knew I had, that I just hadn't, like, implemented yet. Like, yeah. it was sitting there. I knew what was on it. I knew what was useful. I just hadn't, like, slipped it into place yet. Ah. And, like, yeah. Yeah. And I think what's helped is that this week I've done. I haven't done lo- like r- loads of running. I've mixed it up with like yoga and um and zumba. Yeah. Oh my gosh, fun. zumba is so fun. I did zumba when I was in high school way back when it was first started because me and my sister got really excited about zumba and Mum bought us um some lessons for Christmas. But we, I've always I I did loads of dancing when I was in um, primary school, high school, that sort of time. 14 years of dance, ballet, contemporary, hip-hop, jazz, whatever. Um, loads and loads of dance. And I just sort of stopped as soon as I finished high school and my parents weren't paying for it anymore. Mm. And it was kind of like... I just sort of was like, "All oh, right, that's over now. But going to the Zumba class I went to this week, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, I must have done dancing for a reason. It wasn't just because... I had to go to dancing, like, I must have enjoyed it, it. yeah, I know, and I think I have, like, a negative mindset about some of it, because I, I'm not very flexible, like, I can barely do anything flexibility-wise, like, like, I can't do splits, I can't, like, sit cross-legged, which is, like, kind of key for, like, ballet and stuff like that, so I always had this, I don't know, negative mindset about
1: that boundary that, bound, that, that
0: thing that restricted me but actually dance doesn't actually require you
1: to be flexible no. it was just that I was
0: in a, a in a uh, situation where I needed it to actually like pass ballet exams Yeah. but um, yeah oh my gosh so much fun that's so cool yeah. and it's like it was in this big hall there were like 50 people and like the teacher doesn't teach you anything. She just like does the dance moves in front of you and changes them and you'll be like one move and then you're like, oh shit, we're changing moves. Oh crap, okay. I don't know these moves and it's just so much fun and then you're just all around you are people who can dance, people who can't dance, people with zero rhythm, like. And no one cares. And nobody cares because they're too busy concentrating on their yeah. own selves. It's yeah. just amazing.
1: That's so cool. I can't wait to come along next time.
0: Yes, it's really cool. A very good. Very good workout. Like, it was like an hour of solo dancing and you were like, sweaty
1: ass. Fun. It <laughs> sounds like fun. Yeah, so. um Back exercise. on the exercise bandwagon.
0: <laughs> I recommend it. <laughs> I don't know. When I had depression, well, no, I still probably still do have depression. But when I had, was like in the thick of it, it was like, obviously, the thing that.
1: I needed, but I couldn't make myself do. It's also the hardest thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I know.
0: Because you're kind of in this situation where you're just no motivation and like,
1: having a shower sometimes is hard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just getting off the couch is an effort, let alone going and moving your body.
0: Yeah. And when I was in it, I didn't realize I was in it until I'm out of it and I sit there and I'm like... That time I thought to myself, like, what's the point in showering? Maybe I was depressed <laughs> then.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very hard to recognise things are in you in the middle. Yeah. It's so true. Oh, oh, Dear. Great recent record. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, um, I hear you've got a quick question. I do. It's a new it's oh, you came up with it just then. Well, John, I know we're having a conversation this morning, and I want to get your take on it. Right. It's a bit left field. But do you think bananas are a bit spicy? Depends on how ripe they are. You reckon there is a bit of a spice to them? Yeah, I feel like newer ones, like fresh ones, have a little bit of... They're so interesting. I've never thought of bananas to be spicy before. But I put them in my smoothie this morning. I don't normally put them in my smoothie. And the smoothie was a bit spicy. So it had to be because of the banana. But I don't think of banana to be a spicy flavor. It's not like a hot spice. No, it's just like a bit... Tangy. Yeah, tangy. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Cool, that answers but my the question. the mushier
0: they are, the less tanginess they the have. The
1: sweeter they are. Yeah,
0: the more sweet they are. Yeah.
1: Just blowing my mind. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, spicy is probably not quite the
1: right yeah. description, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm glad that helps with that. <laughs> I don't know. I think I enjoyed it in my smoothie, but there was that. I love bananas in the smoothie, especially if I've got some flavors in there that I'm not sure about. Like they just have mask them it. out. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Like That's that sweet. matcha one that I that I made on. Wednesday because oh, was so disorganised. Yeah. Um that had, it makes it fine. Yeah. The matcha is too strong otherwise. Mm. I mean otherwise it's just matcha and avocado, which is not good. It's not and <laughs> spinach. <It's much. finished. laughs> just a vegetable you smoothie. You need some flavour. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, well that's my quick question. Oh that's nice. Mm. Do you have <laughs> do you have one? I do. Okay. Okay, I've got ants oh no yeah 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 I sent you a snapchat yes. of them and they're
0: in the sugar and so then I texted Pete and I was like get the rat poison not the rat poison the, the ant. ant poison <laughs> <laughs> and come and help and so he came home from work because I had the day off and obviously wasn't leaving the house and he came home with his work like, there ant poison I feel kind of bad killing the ants like it's not their fault. They're just doing their thing. Yeah,
1: but Like, outside. I'm almost
0: like, I'll, I'll leave you to it. I'll move out. Like, <laughs> I don't really... I'll let you do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But it's fine. So, ant poison, like, the little drops things on the pieces of tape, and they came and they ate it, and I was just watching them, like, eating it all last night, feeling guilty. And then this morning... There was no ants. Mm. Except, obviously, there was the sugar still sitting in the middle of the little circle of ant poison and (laughs) unmade. And I picked up the sugar and it was still full of ants. So, what do I do with the sugar? You put it in a bin. But then my bin's going to be filled with ants.
1: You put it in the bin and then get it taken away on bin day. (laughs) (laughs) So do
0: I leave? So at the moment, I've had to... Remove everything from the cupboard, obviously, because it's full of ants. And so, but it the, the, was only in the sugar, which is fantastic. So, do I take the sugar out, put it in the bin, let them infet, infest the bin
1: while I wait for bin day? Yes. Is that what I've got to do? Yeah. Okay. But, but, like, put it in your rubbish bag and put your rubbish bag, like, out of your house.
0: Yeah, well, we've got a rubbish bag inside a, like, a... Bin. A bigger bin. Outside. Outside because yep. that's where we put the kitty litter and it sticks Yeah, so Yep. Yep. Do that. Move it away from the house closer to the neighbours. Yep. <laughs> Do that. Okay. Thanks for the advice.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, Rachel's my mum. Ants <laughs> are my mum advice. It's poor advice. <laughs> and are frustrating. We get them in the bathroom. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> you got something
0: yum in the bathroom.
1: They live in the walls. Yeah.
0: Well, this is weird because it, they sort of were like disappearing into behind the cupboard, which yeah. is made which is made part of the wall. And then I thought, oh, they'll just be coming out the other side of the wall. They're not coming out of the other side. They're just disappearing into the roof. So they must be in the roof You're or like, something. You're
1: like, they're living in their house. Yeah. yeah and they just come weird. out occasionally. Yeah. I know. And some crazy little things. Yeah. So. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. real fun. Okay. Oh, wow. Well. Only the sugar. You it's only have to only the sugar. sacrifice the sugar. Yeah,
0: but then they all come out and come back into that. But I feel like I'm going to have decommission that cupboard.
1: Yeah, move out of it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> like spray it with lots of like vinegar. I don't know. If Do they inside. not like? Vinegar? I don't. I don't know. But vinegar's like my cleaning thing. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> just put vinegar everywhere.
1: They don't like peppermint apparently. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, mum told me that. Make a
0: little... Oh, that's right. Didn't you say that... Well, oh, that, was... that was for flies, was it? Was it for ants? And we
1: were flies gonna... don't like lavender, and ants don't like peppermint. Right. So you need a peppermint plant in your cupboard. <laughs> or just some. like, a whole lot of essential oils in there. Yes. Yes. I'll just, like... Do that. Way better
0: idea. I'll just put, like, a perimeter around the sugar <laughs> so they can't leave it. And they stay
1: away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> way better idea than putting a peppermint plant in your cupboard (laughs) well is a peppermint different to a mint well apparently it is but I don't know the difference (laughs) have they got like a different leaf cause peppermint and uh, peppermint spearmint, mint are these three different types of mint
0: probably, or is
1: mint just one of them and I don't know which one, probably
0: (laughs) (laughs) both answers sound plausible, so
1: many questions you've convinced me, okay cool (laughs) Peppermint essential oil. Give it oh. a go.
0: <laughs> All right. Now that we've rambled for twenty <laughs> minutes, um, <laughs> gut health. I've got an ins- inspo. You've got an ins- inspo.
1: Yeah. I thought you said you didn't have that. Oh no, it's the only one you did. It's have. the only one I do have. <gasps> oh, excellent. So it's really long. Sorry, <laughs> it's really long. <laughs> um, Doctor Livy posted it ages and ages ago, and I don't know who it came from. Um can't remember didn't write it down good work okay so it says happiness is not fulfilling every pleasure or getting every outcome you desire happiness is being able to enjoy life with a peaceful mind that is not constantly craving for more it is the inner peace that comes with embracing change oh snap feels heavy it does <laughs> for a Saturday morning spoke to me this morning so <laughs> there you go a bit of instant inspo I mean, for your I Saturday it's
0: meant to like cheer you up in wait, some ways if you mean like was it happiness isn't about like an external thing it's an internal thing yeah that's what's saying like, right did I get the gist yeah okay cool
1: you know I zone out in the long ones halfway <laughs> through I start thinking yeah, about other things <laughs> the, the first word happiness the last word change yeah boom <laughs> done yeah. But now we can talk about Gut House. Okay. That was a good instant inspo. Mm, thanks. Feeling feeling settled from that. Brilliant.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Gut. The gut. The gut. Woohoo. Alright. What have you got?
1: I've got... I've gotten a lot. Nah. I, so, my sources of information for today... Yeah, let's do that. ...are from Dr. Libby. hmm And also Will, who is... At the gut health MD on Instagram. And he has got
0: an interesting last name that is not something we come across every day in New Zealand. So we've kind of just decided not to say it. Yes, rather it's than cause offence.
1: Yes. Cause, well, uh, maybe
0: it's offensive not to say it at all.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But he has a book called Fibre Fueled. Yes. Which looks pretty good. Yes. I haven't read it, but he also has a lot of information on his website and also on his Instagram page. Yeah, he's good.
0: We watch like a... Webinar with him on it last year, didn't we? Yeah, very interesting.
1: Yeah, mm. he's got some interesting stuff. Yeah, Something. and it's
0: nice. It's
1: cool having it come from a
0: like a doctor, mm. like a like a doctor that knows stuff. <laughs> I'm
1: not saying doctors don't know stuff.
0: They obviously know more than me.
1: But <laughs> no, very informative. Yeah, where did you get your info from? So I basically
0: uh audiobooked a book called Gut by Julia Enders, Julia with a G-I-U-L-I-A. Um she is German and um, and she wrote this book in 2017 when she was a medical student I'm pretty sure and um basically she f- she just became really interested in the gut and thought, I need this for not only scientists and people um, and, and medi- medicineists, doctors, um, <laughs> should know this stuff. Like, everybody should know this stuff. So I'm going to write a book so that everybody can learn about the gut. Okay. And, yeah, it's um, very informative. It was a lot of information about, like, how the gut works okay. and what the gut is and all that sort of stuff. And then there was a little bit about like the gut brain connection oh, yeah. and like cleanliness and vomiting and reflux and constipation and everything. and it's everything. And it was only seven hours long. It's not a very long book. Like it's reasonably.
1: Yeah, that's small. not too bad. Not too bad.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: so what are you gonna share with us?
0: Well, shall I start with my stuff, because I think we've discussed it, your stuff's more uh, practical, Practical? that we can actually use information, we can use. Okay. Is it? I don't know. And then mine is like, um,
1: like... How it works. How it works, but not
0: really. Okay. I don't really know. But anyway, so, my one is, first of all, I would just like to preface this by saying I'm an idiot. Okay, not an idiot, I'm ignorant, because... (laughs) do know, you where know this is going. You know when you know something, or you think you know something, so you just assume that that's the thing. That's that's how it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm describing ignorance to you right now, <laughs> That's that's what I felt about the gut. Like, I thought, my knowledge of the gut is this, and that's just what it is, and I didn't think too much more about it. There wasn't any more to know. Like, it was just... Now your
1: mind's been opened.
0: Oh, yeah. Ooh. Like, okay, so when I think of the gut, I think of the stomach. When I think of stomach, I think it sits here. Yeah. Like... Around your belly button, I know that's not correct. In the back of my mind, I remember Harold. We pointed at the the stomach, and Harold with the naked person or the open person, and we saw where the stomach was. And then the, and there's all the intestines and all the other stuff. The stomach was above that all, but no, in my mind, the stomach just sits here. It's the whole thing.
1: Yeah.
0: It, it basically is stomach poo like right, that's. There's done. no in between. That, that is it. <laughs> so. When I started listening to this, I'm like, oh my god. I know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Your mind is open. I'm a fool. Like, why have I always thought that, like, the stomach is it? Why? Because, like, when you take probiotics, I thought, that's because these little bugs live in your stomach. They live in your gut. Your gut is the whole thing from your mouth to your bum hole. Not just your stomach. (laughs) Not just your stomach. Everything in between. There's, like... Like, like so much goes on. And your gut is, like, mostly made up of your larger intestines. Yeah.
1: Mind-boggling. But what? It's so funny. It is such a large system. But you do... Well, I did. You do just associate it with one small portion. But it's the whole thing. Yeah. And so, like, when you've got, like, a gut ache,
0: I thought it was, like... Because your stomach is doing something funny. Like, honestly, I am so... Not smart.
1: It could be anywhere. (laughs) But it could be like, yeah, your small intestine's up to something. Who knows? Oh my god. Okay, great, we cleared that up. So, So, yeah. So the gut house is talking about the whole thing. Yes,
0: those of you who uh, were on the path of ignorance with me, and I assume there's someone out there who felt the same as me. Uh, It's an organ. The gut is an organ, it is basically from your mouth, you've got esophagus, stomach, small intestine, large intestine, liver, pancreas, appendix, colon, anus, which I don't like the word anus, I prefer bumhole, don't know why, (laughs) (laughs) it's all connected, and it's all part of your gut.
1: It's such a large system. You do just think stomach though, don't you? Yes, but the stomach is like... Up here. And it's one small portion of. Oh, here. It. And your liver's on the
0: outside. I thought your liver was down here somewhere. Nah, Look at this. I know nothing. Bloody Harold's down the road doing a sausage sizzle. I saw him when I was is driving here. Yes, I forgot to tell you until just then. I, oh my God, I don't know why. That should have been the first thing, but I got sidetracked when I surprised you and I came around the corner. Harold is doing a
1: sausage sizzle. Harold
0: is doing a sausage sizzle down the road, like next to oh Bailey's. Gosh.
1: That is fantastic. Yeah.
0: So you should go say hi, I seeing should, as you've never since met Since I missed him. out on Harold. Yeah. And say, so, can you show me where the stomach is? Yeah.
1: Because... <laughs> I've been misinformed my whole life.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just feel... I just feel like I've been so silly for so long. Mm. But... Easy now... done. <laughs> it is true. Yeah. yeah. So basically, you stick food in your mouth, eat, and oh my gosh, like, the saliva, that's all part of yeah. your gut
1: stuff. That's how di- digestion starts in your mouth when you chew and release that saliva that starts to break down your food. Yeah. And that's before it even reaches you.
0: Yeah, and your saliva has like a, a, like a painkiller chemical in yes. it that's so strong. That's why if you, like, um, bite your tongue, because your mouth is so sensitive... That's why it has it. Because if you like bite your tongue, it hurts. But if you didn't have saliva,
1: it would hurt like a
0: Even thousand more. times more. Yeah,
1: Even more. That's so interesting because we were talking about this the other day. You know, when you like bite the inside of your cheek or like whatever, it mm. often heals quite quickly. Mm. And you're like, why does it heal quickly? It's like a damp environment mm. that mm. normally goes against like any other wound type yeah, of healing. Yeah. But it's because of this magical saliva. It's because your spit's nice. <sighs> Yeah. amazing
0: Only uh, your spit's created if you like feel on the side of your cheeks there's like it should be like a lump sort of like towards the back on either side it kind of feels like somewhere where you've bit your cheek and it's mm. kind of not healed that's like actually creating it. that's what's creating some of your spit some of your spit creators really and then the two under your tongue oh,
1: Ah, yeah. yeah those two little floppy mm. bits oh those bits make me feel sick <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, because those ones inside of your cheek, they just feel like like a build-up of, like...
0: Yeah, like you've accidentally bit your Jeez. cheek, and it's kind of just, like, swollen up a little bit. Well, that's
1: where your saliva is coming uh.
0: from.
1: I'm not going to be able to stop touching them <laughs> now. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah, and that's why,
0: if you wake up in the morning with, like, a bit of a sore throat, it's because you haven't been creating saliva in your
1: sleep. So you haven't got the painkilling... Uh, To numb your throat. To numb your throat. I often wake up with a sore throat. And then, like, by the time I'm up and about, it's fine. Yeah. That is incredible. Oh, my gosh. I'm (laughs) learning so much already. Yeah, so this book is a lot like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She goes through like what your tonsils do and what your appendix does and how your stomach works and then how it like goes into your small intestine. And your small intestine has this thing called a housekeeper. So it waits till you finish digesting and then basically like like it has to wait till you've finished digesting. But so if you eat too frequently, it has to wait until you finish digesting the next little food. And if you never finish eating, it doesn't get its chance to do its house cleaning thing, which is like a wave that goes through you, through your small intestine, and cleans everything up.
1: That's so interesting because often when you eat more, you feel worse. And is it because you've got too much in you? I don't know. And it hasn't done its house cleaning.
0: We're getting too far into the science. Whoa. Yeah.
1: Okay, I have a question for you. <laughs> okay. What does the appendix do? Oh, God, I didn't write that one down. Oh, that's okay. But it is, miss um,
0: like, like, you don't need it. Yeah. But, like... But it does do something. It does do
1: something, and... Okay. Because they just whip them out if they're causing issues. Yeah, well, if
0: they're causing issues, I think they call it, like... You're fine without it. Yeah, you're fine without it, but there is something it does, and I should have written it down.
1: No, that's okay. We're not talking about the appendix. (laughs) Well, we are. It's part of the gut, yeah. It is part of the gut.
0: And then... Okay. So, the thing about the gut is also a lot of it comes down to poop. Okay. Like, because, obviously, if your poop looks funny... Something's There's something's going wrong on with the whole system somewhere in the situation right but she goes into how pooping works okay okay and I feel like this just like blew my mind so I'm gonna tell you and I I like mildly uncomfortable talking about poop I'd rather talk about periods yes but way nice. <laughs> So you've got your sphincter that you can control. Yes. All right, you can open and close that yourself. But there's a secondary sphincter that sits like a couple of centimeters above it, and that one is controlled by your gut. And basically so you have no control. You over have that. no control over it. And what it does is it gets the the poops all ready to come out, right? And it puts a little taster into the area between the two sphincters, and the other the the area there checks it sends. The information to your brain says, right, so what does what what the gut wants to let out is a fart. So <laughs> your brain's like, Well, where am I? Can I allow this?
1: Oh my god. And then
0: it's like, okay, yeah, I'm 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 in an okay zone. Yeah. And then it was let lets the other sphincter open and you can fart. Whoa. Or poop. So it will let a little taste through and it'll be like, This is what's going on and the brain will be like no. No, I'm at work and I don't feel like it at <laughs> all. And then your sphincter you control will tighten even tighter. So yeah. then you're like, no, it's not happening. <laughs> it's like, no, no about the sphincter. <laughs> no, no. No. But if you refuse the sphincter, the, the higher sphincter, that you don't have no control over too much, they get, like, you beat it into submission and then it stops working properly. <gasps> and then you get gut problems. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so you can, like, you can be too aggressive with your with your sphincters.
1: With you saying no. <laughs> oh my gosh, I had no idea. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: That's why you shouldn't hold on for, like, too long. And so what happens is, you're so, you know how you said no, no, don't want it to happen. One of them's, I've got little hand movements going on. Yeah. Um, one of them's, like, tightened up. And then... Then, like, a couple of hours later or whatever, your subconscious one will try again. Yeah. And be like, are we in a good place now? Yeah. Because something's coming down the mountain and... (laughs) (laughs) It's got to come out.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is mind-boggling. Yeah. All these things that just happen and you don't think about the mechanics of them or what your body... Yeah. The body is incredible. Yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. It's amazing. It's like, there's reading this book is basically that's what I came up with. I was like, I just it's just like there is a whole lot more going on inside of you, like
1: yeah, that you don't think about, that you yeah. don't need to know about, yeah, because it yeah. just does it automatically. Because
0: basically, after you uh, swallow, everything happens by itself, like subconsciously. Mm. Like you do not have to control anything that goes on mm. once you swallowed. Like our bodies are working so hard for us all of the time, and we're just like. I'm just going to go for a run.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Put some extra pressure on you while you're trying to digest. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
0: And and the other interesting thing, sorry, this is how I'm going to go this whole thing, is that you know your, so you've got your stomach, which isn't just your gut, and then you've got your small intestine it goes into, and that's like curled up in lots of... Curls. Curls. Um... In the middle, and then you've got your larger intestine around the outside. And mm-hmm. in pictures and stuff, it always is like, like bobbly. bobbly,
1: yeah. But
0: but it's actually very smooth. The reason it's bobbly is because it's so slow moving. It bunches and like like waves, like bunches and and flattens it out so slow to move moves. the food along. Well, the the oh. whatever's in it, digestive, digestive stuff. stuff along but it moves so slowly it's like one of those um she compared it to like one of those people like the statue people that you see who like hold one position for like ages and then they slowly change yeah so it's like so whenever people have been like opened up or whatever they've only the the surgeons have only ever seen the appendix in like what oh not the appendix sorry the large intestine in one motion. motion. Yeah, so it's like 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 taking a photo and Whoa. you blink and it's just like seeing the blink. Wow. So it like so feels
1: like a time lapse of the yes. intestine. You would see it smooth yes. out,
0: but over like like hours. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Okay.
1: Yeah. I've linked a lot today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Good facts.
0: Yeah. So that's um what the gut is. Okay. Basically. <laughs> All that is very informative.
1: <laughs> um,
0: what What have you got for me?
1: Okay, so the gut health is very important because <laughs> it's a massive part of your body, as we've just yeah. learned. Yeah. And it also can like plays into other aspects of what your body's doing. Yes. So, like, the gut-mind connection. Yes. And how there's... So interesting. So interesting. How your gut can send messages to your brain and your brain can send messages to your gut.
0: Yeah. But, like, your gut can, like...
1: So, um... The way
0: it's described in the book is basically your gut is... So your brain is basically sitting up in your head, away from everything. Like, Like, only the purest form of your blood is allowed in there. Like, it's, like... It is... It is basically, I don't know, like a trapped little princess up in your head and your gut is like in the thick of it. Like it sees everything that's coming in. It's seen the good, it's seen the bad, it knows what goes in, it knows what goes out. It's like, it is in there so it knows so much that the brain wouldn't know if the gut wasn't telling it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. It's absolutely bonkers. Yeah, and
0: it possesses an unimaginable number of nerves. Oh. And they're different from the rest of the body's
1: nerves. Ma'am. That's so interesting. And did you know that 80% of the serotonin in our body is made in the gut? What? That's a huge amount. So yeah. if your gut's funky, your serotonin's funky. Which is your happy hormone, <laughs> eh? Yeah, yeah. Your happy yeah. and calm hormone. Yeah. Well, oh, so I'm just going to keep going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hit me (laughs) so there was
0: this experiment done with mice and they um basically it was called the um forced swimming test and they forced these mice to swim where they couldn't touch like in a in a container they can't touch the bottom Mm -hmm. and basically the test was if they uh the how long they kept swimming before they stopped and decided that they would give up like um like how long would they have the motivation to keep swimming? And so... um, Mice who had depressive tendencies did not swim as long as mice that didn't have it. Okay. So that's how they tested antidepressants. They'd give an antidepressant to the mice with depressive tendencies. If they swam for longer, they'd be able to say, well, that worked. That made them more motivated to swim. Yeah. So then, I think it was 2011, um, a scientist decided to give them feed the mice with depressive tendencies bacteria known to be good for the gut. And these mice not only swum for longer with more motivation, but their blood was also found to have less stress hormones in it. Ooh and they performed better on the memory and learning tests. Wow. So basically uh think it was then, like, moved on into humans, but oh, I didn't write that stuff down. Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, the gut yeah. has an influence on, as you say, like the serotonin the, and the way your hormones
1: are used. Doing its thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because stress and anxiety, like, when you experience those, they trigger symptoms in the gut. And mm. then, obviously, the, the inflammation in your gut sends these signals to your brain, and... That is what was like, oh, okay, I'm anxious and Mm. got these feelings of depression Mm. because something's going on. Mm. Oh, it's a mighty powerful thing. (laughs) Mighty powerful.
0: Mighty powerful. I think she, um, in my book, she pointed out that, like, we've, humans have always used sentences like gut feeling yes like i've got butterflies in my stomach i've got um i'm so nervous i could poop like yeah you know like always referencing yeah the gut when they're describing emotions and things like that which i was like
1: oh my god it's so intrinsically linked linked yeah Yeah. oh it's mind-boggling mind-boggling um So obviously we talk about hormones a lot. Yes. And often the root cause of hormone imbalances start in your gut. Mm. Because obviously your gut's responsible for absorbing the nutrients from your food. And if it's not doing this properly, then your hormones aren't going to work in the way that they need to. Because they're not getting the nutrients they need from your food. Because your gut's not processing it. It can't digest it properly. It's
0: and just... you've got like what, like seven kilometers of
1: yeah of gut one. What's that? I think it's just the
0: large intestine. Yeah, I if don't it was laid out now. flat,
1: it's just miles, miles.
0: Like there's a lot, a lot of area there for the nutrients to actually like get be absorbed through. through. Yeah. yeah. So if you've got something wrong, something's not working. Yeah. Something must really not be working.
1: Oh, so oh. Sorry. oh. Mind <laughs> Um and also seventy percent of the body's immune system resides in the gut. Yeah, yeah, which is a big, big thing. Everything is interconnected. I think that's just the message from every single episode we've ever done. <laughs> Everything is connected.
0: Yeah, because you need to sleep for that immunity cells to be built and all that sort of stuff. Exactly for your gut to be working.
1: And one of the things that can have a Negative impact is not enough sleep,
0: mm. which was what we learned last week. Yeah, oh my Fancy gosh, that. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. She um recommended in my book that you meals should be enjoyed at a leisurely pace without pressure. Mm. Stress of any kind activates the nerves that inhibit digestive processes, um, which means they extract less energy from our food. And take longer to digest, so you should be so you should be sitting at the table, just like literally eating, rather yeah. than like sitting and
1: like eating on the go. Yeah, yeah, and because it all starts in the mouth, so you've got to really chew your food, mm-hmm. stimulate that saliva that breaks it down, into manageable pieces mm. and if you do that properly then it starts off the process nicely yeah. make sure you're yeah. in a calm environment
0: yeah and there was something about the tonsils I don't know I feel like she had these great images of like things fighting stuff and like 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 um, cells training and things and like all this sort of stuff and I I obviously I recommend reading this book if you want to know about how the gut works it's like really
1: really good it sounds really interesting. I do yeah. want to read it. Yeah. Mm.
0: Um, so then, there's also this thing called your microbiome. Yes. What do you got about your microbiome?
1: Well, so... It's in there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, your gut microbiome is just like the ecosystem of bacteria in our gut. Yeah. Um... And it changes according to what we eat. Yeah. And it can change within a matter of three to four days if you just change what you're eating. It's very responsive to the things that you're putting in there. Yeah. And basically, it's this ecosystem of bacteria and the more bacteria you have, the better. Because mm. if you've got more bacteria, then the chances of one or two like taking over and making you sick is lessened because you've got so many other bacteria that that's such a small portion. Mm.
0: Yeah, there's good
1: bacteria and bad bacteria. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's really interesting. Um, she talked about like how bacteria have their own DNA. Mm. I think it's DNA. Anyway, their own genes and like someone and they can get part. They get passed down from generation to generation so you could have bacteria in your gut that your great grandmother could mm. have had from I don't know something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. It's really interesting.
0: And like people in Japan do they eat sushi in Japan?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: People in Japan have got marine bacteria that have being, started being, like, um, getting cultivated in their guts specifically because they eat so much sushi. So it help, it's bacteria that helps break down seaweed. Oh. And it's been, in, like, people in Japan have this bacteria, whereas people in, I
1: don't know, Other places Europe that don't, don't have
0: that bacteria to break down the seaweed in the same way because they haven't been eating it for generations.
1: That's really interesting. Really interesting. You kind of, like, your microbiome adapts to what you're eating and the environment that you're in. Really. Mm. Yeah. Um, there was a study done in, like, 2018, and they looked at 11,000 people's gut microbes and found that those with the most diverse guts were eating more than 30 different types of plant a week.
0: Whoa. So it's all
1: about variety and eating the rainbow. To get a good gut house. Do
0: you think you've eaten 30 different types of plants this week?
1: Yeah, I thought about that. I reckon. Because it also includes things like nuts and seeds.
0: I might, I might get there.
1: I just haven't had a very diverse week. <laughs> <laughs> but on other weeks you will. Yeah. 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 I guess so. I, um, yeah, I reckon. Because I counted one day and I got to 10 in that one day. And I'm like, okay, I haven't eaten the same thing every day. Mm. So I reckon over the week I have. So it includes nuts and seeds? Includes nuts and seeds. So chia seeds? Yeah. And pumpkin seeds? Chia seeds, pumpkin seeds, flax seeds, hemp oh, I seeds.
0: Have an, I have a, a admission to make about my seed situation. Oh, I haven't been grinding them. Oh. I know I said in the thing I was like, "Oh, we we're meant to grind them," blah blah blah. But I just
1: prefer them as whole seeds. I like being able to like crunch yeah. them. I like having something crunchy. Yeah. Although when I put them in my smoothie, I can't crunch them. But that's fine. Yeah.
0: No, I prefer them as like an extra little like Top surprise thing. in my in my
1: breakfast. Me too. Me too. I like them sprinkled on stuff. Right, so you're up to four. Yeah, yes. That's and those are just seeds. Yeah, no. And then obviously in that I've got my b- banana, my spinach, my blueberries. So I'm at 7 and that's my breakfast.
0: What if you've got like four different types of berries in your breakfast? How big does the serving of them have to be? Like how big is the serving?
1: Well, I don't know because they don't talk about serving. They didn't talk about serving. They just uh, talked about different,
0: different types. types. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I don't know how much of that type you have to eat in order for your microbiome to benefit from it. Right don't know like that. But still, mm. a different type is obviously going to have something in it that might. Yes. A different nutrient or antioxidant yeah. or whatever.
0: Yeah. And so this is uh, prebiotic fiber. Yes.
1: Yeah. So what's the difference between prebiotic and probiotic? Well,
0: Rachel, <laughs> what did I like to tell you? Um, prebiotic is food you eat that feeds the bacteria in your gut and improves the, pe- like, improves the bacteria you've already got. Hand introduces good stuff, but it, it mostly is feeding the good stuff. So you're getting more and more of the good, yeah, bacteria in there.
1: And this is from like uh, veggies and fruits and stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Veggies, fruits, like um, if you eat, if you like make a pot of like sushi rice and then let it cool and then eat that, mm. that has
1: good prebiotic fiber in yeah. it. Yeah, cooled Just, white rice has good um. What are the, what's it called it's the type of starch that's really good probiotic uh,
0: i know the word is on yeah. my brain but it's not coming out of my mouth yeah
1: it's the same as cooked and cooled potato yes 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 uh, re- uh something resistant starch resistant starch yes resistant Some, starch. but there's something there's resistant another one. yes yeah. which is really good really which good is the probiotic. one you
0: want um, which will feed it and then probiotics which is what Everybody was going on about maybe like a year ago. <laughs> and probiotics are trying to introduce good bacteria into your gut. Mm. But the problem is that, wow. Well, so this book that I read was, uh, uh, was written in 2017. And obviously, this is a very quickly developing field. Mm. Um, but at the time of the writing of the book, there was only three main strands of of bacteria that had really been really researched enough yeah. to be able to be put into the world of chemists and be able to put it on the shelf, whereas like there's billions and billions and billions mm. of different types of bacteria, mm. even just in one person's gut. So yeah, like you like sometimes it will work for someone, other times it won't. Yes. Like sometimes it won't even get through the through
1: the stomach. Yes, like. It's one of those things that what works for one person won't work for the other person. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Like, you'll be able to digest some and you won't be able to digest others. Yeah. You can also, there's some foods that are probiotic. Right, yep. So, like yogurt, kimchi, kefir, sauerkraut. like yep, that, all those fermented. Yeah, the fermented foods. type of foods. Yeah.
0: Helps to support the good bugs the thing about them is that when they've become you've got to find ones that are actually like the what's happened is because when they've been industrial industrialized yes. they become down to like one strain that's only made over and over again and it's yeah. not necessarily going to be any help to you anymore because it's not introducing any sort of new the probiotics into yeah. your world you're just re-confirming the ones that you've the yes, ones that you've got
1: exactly you're going to benefit greater from things that you'll make yourself mm. or small batch stuff rather than, yeah. than large industrial size batches yes 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 mm. very interesting very interesting um yeah
0: that's, that's all I've got that's so all you've got yeah
1: okay. you tell me what you've got okay well I've got uh, some things that uh, impact your gut health okay so, dental hygiene. where exercise or lack of exercise. So, good recent record this week.
0: Got it support, in one.
1: Support your gut health. <laughs> um not enough sleep, which we talked about last week, and stress, which we touched on as well. And the week before, we went all about stress. I know, we're just rounding it out today. <laughs> just know we know what we're doing. Um <laughs> and obviously refined sugar is not great because it stimulates the bad bacteria rather than the good bacteria.
0: Yeah, and it's got no extra nutritional value other than being able to be absorbed really quickly into your bloodstream. Yeah. So it's sort of like, it's, so if you're eating uh, the carbohydrates you get, in your carbohydrates, fat and protein, and they go in and your carbohydrates get pretty much straight through the stomach into the um, small intestine and then into your bloodstream. Big bang, boom, done. And then the fat and protein sit in your stomach and take like, like up to six hours or something for a steak to be digested mm-hmm. in your stomach. So your stomach working, and then it's gonna get pushed into your small intestine, which can weed out all the good stuff and pull it into your bloodstream. So it's like, um, that's why after like you have like a like quite a protein, fat, dense meal, you still crave something maybe a little bit. Sugary because you want like a carbohydrate to like because you're still Hel- hungry and yeah. like well not hungry but you know what I mean like yeah. something
1: to satisfy that satisfy the small intestine while it waits for the um, <laughs> protein to protein, get protein there. to get there. Mm. Mm. It's quite interesting, isn't it? But
0: but sugar, as you're saying, is not it just goes and it's got no no nutrition to like that's just like cane sugar. Mm. Yes, refined, yeah, refined sugar. sugar. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Um, fast foods and alcohol which is just you know basics Um, and then things that can have positive impact so we talked about the probiotic foods prebiotic foods Um, rye and sourdough breads are gut friendly they help out and also apples a really good to enhance the microbiome why are apples so good I don't know oh, it just, just it just said it just do it. I don't eat apples because they make my stomach hurt ah, which is interesting
0: it is interesting do you have them with a like you know how I eat them with um, nut, nut butter, butter and stuff
1: does I, that help no I, no like and even like I can eat them cooked mm-hmm. like stewed apples and porridge and that's fine it's when they're raw that they hurt my stomach. Which is interesting.
0: Yeah. There's something in this gut book about fructose and how that affects the gut. And it had something about, like, in Germany, they have, like, any mini, mini, mo, except it's something about how you eat a cherry, and then you get a sore stomach, and then you go to the hospital. Ah. Yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. And it's something about fructose in fruits that has effect on some people's guts. Ah, but I didn't so write it down and I don't have any more
1: information. Read the book. <laughs> it's so interesting. I want to find out because it's only apples. All other fruit are absolutely fine. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Um, other things that's helpful is water. Lots and lots of water. Hydrate and regularly exercise. I have a question about water. Yeah,
0: When you drink water like... What is a good time for it? Because I've read so many different things from different people who are obviously, I don't know. But basically that, like, drinking water straight after a meal obviously is not it good. It dilutes your stomach acid yeah. so you can't break
1: it down. Yeah, so they recommend not having water half an hour each side of eating. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the, the other thing that... Um, this will guy was saying that first thing in the morning you should have water. And if you have it with like apple cider vinegar or lemon, that helps to get those digestive enzymes like working. A flowing. Yeah. Helps to stim- stimulate those. But then avoid avoid it half an hour each side of meals.
0: Right. So if you have your apple cider vinegar, you've got to have it half an hour before you start eating. Yeah.
1: That's not how I do it. No. I'm, I, I eat and drink together. So do I. All the time. Maybe, so, maybe I need to stop. But then I find I never get to my water
0: I like I am so concentrating on my drinking water at the moment that like if I don't have it when I'm eating, I never get to my target Just of like, two, like
1: yeah, two and a half litres. It's a lot.
0: It's really a lot.
1: The problem with drinking so much water is that I'm constantly having to go <laughs> the bathroom that's okay but that's all i've got for you that's all of my information oh okay no i've got one more fact but it's not really well i guess it is linked to gut health we were talking about it like many episodes ago when we talked about bone broth (gasps) oh bone broth yes my quick question yeah yeah your quick question so nothing that i read to like to prepare for this episode touched on bone broth at all no so i think it's but then i did some googling and i think it's more beneficial if you've got leaky gut because obviously it's got those collagen like the collagen and bone broth helps to strengthen and Mm -hmm. repair that Mm. so if you do have that type of issues they recommend a cup a day jesus that's a lot yeah but I haven't gone into it any more than that. Right. That's you. just a little tidbit of information. Right. Yeah. Some people like
0: swear by it. Yeah. And they go on and on about this bone broth scenario, mm. and I'm like, oh my Jesus,
1: is this another thing? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well done. Yeah. Well, that was very informative. I feel like I've learned a lot on I this just, Saturday morning. I just
0: like, I feel like we could go on for hours about the gut.
1: Yeah.
0: It's it's just such an interesting. Like, there's so much to know about it. I recommend the book that I read, Gut, by Julia... Oh, dear, I closed my book. <laughs> Julia Enders. Okay. Um, but also, I follow Will... Blah, 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 on, on,
1: At the, the Gut Health MD.
0: Yeah, and he's really good. Yes, he's really, really good. He's lots. always giving you informative stuff
1: and recipes and things. Yes, which is fun. Mm Um, because often to like solve any hormonal issue or anything else that's going on you've got to heal your gut first, Mm. your gut is the root often where the root cause of the problem is so look after your gut happy life (laughs)
0: because it's all about your internal happiness not your external happiness (sighs) bringing it back to the instant inspo oh snap Leave
1: it there, guys. See you we're you done. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Basically, being better. Basically,
0: every day, being every day better. Every
1: day, give it your best. Basically, you got every this. day, being. Gap the day, better. You got the day. Give it your best, basically. Gap the day, straight. You got the day, better. You
0: got the day, Give it your best, basically. day. Doctor
1: Libby and old lip dogs will.
0: Oh, yeah, he's got a fun last name.
1: Boozy wits. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I don't want to say his last name.
0: Will Smith? No. Where are you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Will. Bluzewish. Bluzewish.
1: Is he the health, the gut health? The gut health MD. Okay, perfect. I'm just going to say Will at the gut health MD.